check, 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 check. We gave some ashes to families, but I'll only have the ones I need. Check, 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 baby, check, baby, one, two, three. Check, 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 check. It's coming over the speakers. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check, 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 check. Thank you. 
and welcome. You are listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco's Mission District. We encourage you, if you want to come down and do what you like to do, music, poetry, and whatnot, political activism, uh, we are here. The door is open as are our hearts, minds, and microphones. So come on down and join us. This is the Common Thread Collective, where we cast that wide net, find the common thread, let life flourish, and don't panic. Just keep it organic. We like to start out our show here with a little music from Diamond Dave's oldest son, Ubi Doobie, uh, who likes to remind us that everything is going to be all right. Yeah, Ubi Doobie lets us know everything's going to be all right. Here we are on the Common Thread Collective. I'm Global Val. And hey, Diamond Dave, what's up? 
And uh, well, it's so good to be here. This really makes my week, each and every week, that all, I've done, all I do this week, and I'm kind of restricted because of my back situation, but all of the people I connect with during the week, and and, and, uh, what, and a lot of what's happening that appears here. Like, I don't know these two, but these two uh, I have on one hand. Tim. Tim and? Bridget Duffy. And Bridget Duffy. And they were connected to somebody invited last week. I ran into him at the Women's March. And who was that? Brent Turner. Brent Turner. He said, I can't get here right now, but I'm sending these two. I think you, 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 I think you'll fit into the show well. Is that right? Sure. That's true. So let's get some blood flower. Yeah, we got a, got a friend blood flower out there at the piano. Oh, ready to set us up. Take it away, my friend. We're ready for you. Yeah. Quiet on the set.
First of all, so good to open with you. So good to have, have you start start the uh, step start put, start to start the show. So good for you to set to set the set that that that, that music that philosophy that's inherent in your music of peace, love, and understanding, and now on this, now on this. Hey, Bill. Hey, Dave. Well, I have my brother Tim here. Yeah, Tim Mayer. Uh, Tim. Yes. From How the, are you? And Tim, we're doing well enough, good enough, is what I say. And we're welcoming Tim from the California Association of Voting Officials, CAVO. Okay. okay, break that down. We, we she broke it a little bit. Voting officials. Does that mean you're a voting official? That means that uh, what we've done is... Uh, pulled together the most uh, experienced folks from across the country to talk about and establish what might be the best solution for the least amount of risk to voting manipulation. And what we've done is uh, bring in many uh, individuals, even some from the EAC and others that have EAC, been involved in EAC, make it down. What's EAC? That's the uh, election, uh, the National Election Authority, presently, okay. that's establishes procedures and so on and uh, you know for the uh, for the national elections okay so we're working with we know we're coming out of a time well when uh, when there's when it turns out that uh, often say the Russians were able to enter enter the padlocks padlock uh, situation of many many different statewide elections is that right well here we go what Here we, we go. Go ahead. Tell us what what we know for sure is, is that we don't know anything. Okay. Yeah. And the reason we don't know anything is because all of the software, that is 100% of the software with a very small uh, exception perhaps, is that all the software is run by half a dozen uh, privately held uh, election companies that provide the software and the hardware to pretty much everyone voting in the United States. And the problem with this is, is that that software is not available for anyone to view. Now, do they say, yes, we keep it with the secretaries of states and so on, but even with the top uh, top to bottom review done in California, it showed that, uh, well, in, indeed, there was a big problem with this uh, election software uh, just in its makeup generally, but also because the software that was with the Secretary of State was inconsistent with that being used at the voting sites. Because, of course, you have to have updates and so on, and, of course, they're not keeping that track uh, of that software change well enough to know what's in the Secretary of State. Let me stop you for a minute. Let's bring it down to people. Uh, So software, software begins... When a city official or whatever, a commission, whoever, decides to buy a set of voting machines, am I right? Well, they're going to buy, really what they're going to do is they're going to buy a company. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so they're going to get the the software. That's right. They're going to get the software, the hardware, and the service. Oh, and uh, and so we, in the city, county, San Francisco, where we happen to be right now, this is determined by election commission. Is that right? Uh, typically, that decision is made by... Um, it's a multi-million dollar decision. Right. The, the, the commission looks over the whole process, but they don't actually make the decision about the decision? what to purchase. That is made by uh, John Arnst, who is our uh, registrar of voters in, uh, of voters. Yeah, in San Francisco. And, of mm. course, that's 
not a bad idea. That's actually a good idea because this person is responsible to make sure that, uh, you know, all the equipment's available on the day of voting and all the folks that want to vote get to vote and all the machines are available and the software gets counted, uh, you know, the votes get counted with the software, etc. He has an office in City Hall, I assume. Yes. Do you, know, do you know the man? Yes, I do. And you know the man, too. And is he open to the kind of thing that your group, uh, your group, uh, uh, suggest as far as updating software about making the changes that uh, should be made so it's uh, so it's safe as safe as you'd like it to be. Well, for sure, the situation is that every registrar voter, everyone that's responsible for voting, they are risk averse, and that's necessarily uh, occurs because they need to make sure that absolutely everything is going to be working perfectly on the day of voting. So when there's change, oh my goodness, that makes them quite nervous. However, that being said, uh, were there to be a publicly owned, operated, and maintained software and hardware voting election system that worked as well as, if not better, than what we have presently, John Arntz would certainly not have a problem, and he would uh, get on board right away. Well, if it works as well, so we're talking about better, because it works the same uh, about better. Well, by better, you mean safer? Well, safer has being uh, being uh, being fucked with once people voted. Did you really be, be, able to be able to go in there and change the voting results? That's the worst uh, the worst uh, scenario. Am I right? Well, that would be the worst situation if indeed we even knew what the real results are. And of course, we don't know because we don't have anybody reviewing the software. And so we don't really know what's been captured and what's been compiled to know whether or not the results that we have are true. Hmm. And that's the biggest part. So when you say safer, really what you have is completely nothing presently because no one knows. And anybody that says they do know, well... They're either software program with the hands, their hands on the software code exactly that was used during the elections, or they really don't know. And as a matter of fact, I don't know anyone that knows, with the exception of those that have actually created the software and actually implemented it on uh, election day. So what we propose is that, oh my goodness, we so can't they'll know have this. So they, they'll be able to know at the moment if someone has maybe gone in. Somebody's gone in and maybe changed the results. Oh, absolutely. Okay. We would have no way So that it. hasn't happened as far as you know. In San Francisco? Yeah, that's it's, all I'm talking about at the moment. That's a, it in, sounds in like Francisco, it's an unknown. As far as I know, that is okay. correct. <laughs> However, unknown, we don't know. Right. That's okay, the problem. we don't know. That is the so, problem. But you, but you know, your group knows. Say, say your group again. Officials? California Associ Association of Voting Officials. And that includes all of the uh, folks that are trying to develop the best, most secure voting election uh, system in uh, California. So you know people have done this or are working on this? As a matter of who fact, are uh, yes, we do. So, uh, but you're not working for them. You're not getting a. Uh, you're not getting a piece of the action from them. As, absolutely uh, not. Well, uh, we are completely are nonprofit. Okay, we are completely no about. money. So no money, not proud, but it's an you you're an advocacy group, I'm, right? We are or, completely an advocacy group. Well, However, make that being said, there fair. is a, a gentleman uh, by the name of Dr. Juan Gilbert Dr. From, Juan. from the University of uh, Florida, and he has developed uh, a uh, open source, uh, publicly owned software that has been um, adopted in uh, some part by New Hampshire. So they've already used this software, and as a part. matter of fact, 
they're uh, saying, listen, don't be scared. Be brave. This really works. Now, what Dr. Gilbert uh, focused on particularly was the dis uh, disabled uh, community's um, interface, which is the most beautiful kind, because what happens is, is that no matter where you go to vote, all of the machines and all of the software available to you uh, are available to you at absolutely every booth that you would go to. And that means that, uh, you know, you, that's going to secure your vote because you won't be inter, uh, you won't be set aside by yourself and say, well, you go into a, a precinct to vote and there's 500 voters and there's one that voted on the disabled machine. Well, you know, <laughs> it's going to be really quite easy to, to determine what that voter's uh, uh, you know, voted for. Right. So in this way, when you have this uh, disabled communities voting on every uh, booth uh, that he or she goes to, then you're going to be just like every other voter, and it's going to be commingled with all the other ones, and that already protects the voter, uh, the disabled voter. And it's a, it's a well-developed very um, good for um, all of the, uh, the disabled users, which has been a major complaint, of course, from the disabilities community. Well, well but all the, what the disabled uh, uh, voter needs is a, is a lower table where he can wheel up to it, wheel up to it, or he or she, or get up a certain way. But old school. Old school. But this even, but there should be such a thing. We, we want to, uh, we want to make sure the disabled get every chance to vote, and not set aside in any way. So we have a uh, voting booth for them. Was that right? And that will be commingled with everybody. Do so I have that right? That is correct. Well, that's not true now. No, as a matter of fact, you know, the yes, there are people that come to vote in wheelchairs and uh, crutches, but there about. are also people that uh, can't see, there okay. are people that can't hear, right. and there are people that have tremendous uh, uh, motion limitations so that they need, you know, a, a minimum amount of, um, of ability to, uh, you know, do any kind of movement so if you have a machine where you can sip and puff for instance or where you can move a, a joystick very puff. simply right outside you know. we could drink a beer and smoke a cigarette or some marijuana and vote is that right is that what you're kind of sniff and puff. Well, i don't think it was that. quite like that but yes <laughs> well, wouldn't puff. that be convenient <laughs> yeah uh, everybody could vote that way you don't have to go anywhere yeah, that's what i'm talking about the party party <laughs> back when i was an alcoholic this is I, the party party. I, 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 know. A, I am a recovering alcoholic, and when I used to vote, one one I used to work, work every year as a as a voter's official. You said official. I used to do that every year. That's why I said I should do it every year. I'd get my hundred and fifty dollars on a, on a long day. Uh, maybe you've done that, have you? Yes, I have. It is a long day. A long day, and I used to sip and puff. I'd keep an open beer <laughs> right outside the door like that. And rush out every few minutes. Well, hey, not every I'm few minutes. You get a I'm sip. Uh, not every few minutes, me. but whenever you needed one as an alcoholic. No, that's the way but also, I, I would duty. I would take on myself when I somebody who had, who needed some help, whatever kind of help, I would personally see to it that they have that. Exactly. Because it takes a person really to do it. Yeah. Than a it does out. take a person. Yeah. And you know, we do out. like the idea that we keep the. Uh, precincts open and that because voting is a community uh, type of thing and in as much as of course your uh, vote is private and secret 
the community getting together to come down to a garage or a, or a church or wherever they go to vote you know that's the that that's what inspires us to you know to get involved in the community is to be with that's other right. people doing that this is why we like the precincts now that being said of course if there's a way to encourage folks uh, more folks to vote and of course we have a lot of young folks that wouldn't be me but perhaps others Maybe uh, uh, if we can find sufficient security, maybe smartphone voting uh, will come. And we're not, we neither uh, advocate for nor do we object to uh, smartphone voting. Ours is that just make sure that the software that you're using is always open source and community developed and community owned. Now there's a big advantage monetarily to mm. this. I mean, huge, it's unbelievable. Right. So right now, of course, we spend a billion plus every year uh, nationwide. And we do this, uh, you Who know, by- Who spend a million dollars? Your uh, organization? The, no, the, oh my goodness, no. We spend 50 cents. Okay, uh, well, who uh, spends a million dollars? The uh, registrars that. of the different counties spend really? the money to buy uh, uh, software and hardware because only a million dollars. I'm surprised. Yeah. Over a billion. Over a billion dollars, you said. Yes. Yeah, billion. Oh, I heard million. Okay. Yeah, no, bi- now million I got is, it. Yeah. Million is yesterday's hundreds. Billion with a B. I got it. So what we're uh, if you develop it online and then you put it up on the site then you can have access to that uh, voting software and make the changes according to the particular needs of your uh, jurisdiction the one caveat of course as always with uh, software and this is a particular software with a particular license and that is a gpl3 uh, license and that license says yes come get it come use this software come make your changes to it the only caveat is you can't sell it to anyone because it is free and uh, you know put up all your changes uh, on the github uh, where the uh, okay, software is so, uh, kept and uh, you can use it and you can participate in it. its development is that what you're saying you can participate in its development absolutely as a Got matter it. of fact that's encouraged can I, I'm, can I ask you of course isn't it true that we could through signature gathering get an initiative on the state ballot which claims that isn't there one even in effect right now? There is. Yes. So we could, as people, I think you need 20,000 signatures to get something on the ballot. We have that. uh, We have that. They're working on that right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, Alan Deckard. Alan Deckard. I talked to him the other day. Yes. Yes. So you know that he uh, is... has a uh, bill, a constitutional uh, bill, right. uh, indicating where, you know, the software has to be public, right. and uh, you know, and has to be publicly owned and maintained and operated. With and, a, uh, he a de- got the signature. With a democratic. Oh, no, he's looking to get the signature. But with right. a democratic super minor- majority yes. in the House right now in California, yes. Yes. wouldn't it even be possible to get them to just pass this into law? Well, it would. So here we have it. Right. Well, you're asking for a big change. Yeah, we are asking. Well, they for want to get reelected in June. Where, so where does we have the money a little come rev- from leverage. from all of our California uh, legislation? Where do you suppose that they get their dollars to run their well, campaign? Well, I give them two dollars every time buy a pack of smokes. <laughs> from the insurance companies. Yeah, well, we all know that. Well, but the, also just the, the the we're talking about voting machines and voting software, and you know how do the, how do elected officials get elected? The people vote for them through voting through software. Tech. Yeah. And tech and private uh, ownership. Yes, and, this is like private uh, banks. Uh, 
intellectual property, that's a big deal in California, yeah. and it does mean a lot. And by the way, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business guy. I've been in business forever. What's so your business? I, that's a, not software for voting machines, is it? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Okay. Just a small company. Nah, I'm just kidding. What do you do? No, no, no. I'm in the business of getting medical records for insurance companies. Oh, beautiful. So yeah, you know I'm a, they say go get them and I go fetch them. So you know how that is. Just like a dog. And we're talking about online, tracing things down online. Your bureaucratic right? detective. Is that what you do? You work online? Oh, no, this is a very administrative, easy process. Uh. You know, because you have to get medical records uh, with the right kind of uh, release of information, because you have to know where you're going, because you have to present it in a particular way, because you have to keep the oh uh, records that you So you're like a private detective in a way. You're like a private detective... Who's letting the computer do the work? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. it's really administrative entirely. Right. I'd like to say right. I'm a private detective. I don't know what administrative I'm no means. Guess. You mean you I, go, if you want some records, <laughs> let's say that you know the records in a general hospital. Yeah. And you go and get them. We you do. actually physically go. We actually do. We, so you got a crew doing that, too. Oh, we absolutely do. You're not the only one. No, no, we get them nationwide and internationally as well. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, so it depends upon, you know, each uh, each medical provider has their own uh, situation, how they uh, release their information. Sometimes you got to go copy them on site. Sometimes they fax them to you. Sometimes uh, you get a secure CD. Um Sometimes you they hire a uh, a company called an in-house copy service, and they go and uh, get the, copy the records on behalf of the provider and put them up on a secure site, and we download them from there. So oh there's a goodness. number of ways. I, I, I can see that. It kind of blows my mind. It goes, well, it staggers me. To you know, it yeah. still blows do. my mind. I've Lots been doing this tape. since 1980. So and so you're spending a lot of your day <laughs> doing too this, many right? <laughs> We're going to wind this up, and then uh, we'll be a to be continued. Uh, I just want to. So yeah. I got a couple more questions. So most of your day, or a good share of your day, you spent uh, uh, seeking medical records. Is that right? That is exactly correct. And, but you're also dedicated to your group, the uh, voters official, which is your hobby. But more than your hobby, that's what you do. Is that right? Well, absolutely, because. You know, this is not rocket science, and even, so I, even I can understand it. And if I can well, understand no, I can it, anybody can. I can see you're a highly intelligent human being. <laughs> and you're used to working with bureaucracy, That's so it, puts, it gives you a, a tall <laughs> advantage for working with city officials and voting officials. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> can, can I ask another question? Yeah, yes, and, this, and, and, you, and this is Bridget, Bridget <laughs> Duffy. Is, Bridget Duffy, can, may I? Yes, you may. Um, I'm from New Jersey. I didn't learn grandma, sorry. This is my little joke. Because speaking of Dems in the House that could change things tomorrow but aren't, there's a Medicare for all bill. And I'm wondering, as a person who works in the insurance industry, I mean, do you, do you really – I mean, it is a threat to the entire industry, right? I mean, this is what people are saying, that it's an industry that essentially will become like, you know, factory workers in, in Michigan. Um, we will not have insurance companies anymore attached to – Health care. It'll health be health care is now what single payer. It'll be, yes, You're talking it'll about be, single payer. Yeah. So a non pro you know, like yeah. no profit involved in Well the this is this system. is what I was Canada, talking about England, before. This is why New Hampshire, who has adopted the uh 
open source publicly owned uh, software. The reason uh, that everyone doesn't make change is because everyone is risk averse. So I'm not really blaming them for that necessarily. However, I think it's a responsibility as uh, part of our leadership or our part of our representation that they not be risk averse and that they look at things and this is how they spend their time because these are important issues, of course, single payer. But first things first, in my view, for voting is, hey, let's just make sure that we That's reduce true. the cost perhaps 10 cents on a dollar and then, we, and then let's increase access. And then let's make sure that we have the least amount of risk uh, for uh, the possibility of manipulating a, a voter's intention. So I want to say something clear here because there are some folks in this space, and uh, I don't consider them uh, necessarily to be true advocates, and they say things like, there is no panacea. Hey, guess what? There is no panacea. We are just always doing better. It's just that publicly owned open source software is absolutely positively so much better than what we have and so much better than any alternative, including, including alternatives that say get rid of the machines altogether. So there was just a, a report that came out from Princeton. And they talked about the benefit of um, open source uh, publicly owned software. And they said, as a matter of fact, the reason that we are not advocates of uh, paper-only uh, ballots that you mark and then uh, distribute and then they count by hand is because when you have both methods, that is to say, when you have a voting system that has a ballot printed from the printer, now you have two sources of counts. You have that beautiful, pristine ballot that you have not marked, by the way. What you've done is you've made your selections on the computer, and then it comes out in plain English, on this candidate, I voted so. On this ballot, I voted so. Hmm. And it shows you in plain English, not with all the garbly goo ball around it, but it's exactly, this is, who I, this is the uh, office uh, being uh, uh, run here, and this is the person I voted for, and this is the issue, and this is the way I voted. So uh, are, you, are you describing kind of what would print out as a type of voter's receipt? It would print out as the ballot. Okay. So who, and then would that stay with the um, the Office of Elections and so that they could reference that, or is that something that a voter could take with them? You can absolutely print out your ballot, oh. if you like, and take it. Uh -huh. And then you, but, but you must it. print out a ballot for the machine as well. And right. typically, if you did that, of course, you would have, what, the same ballot. Right, right. So that's the idea. Keeping the vote secret. What about keeping it? Secret? I mean, it, back in the old days, right when there was paper ballots, well, there's no such thing as. But it's oh, not going to have your name this. on it, right? It's not hmm. going to have. No, it's not going to yeah, have. Yeah, it's still going to be have an a barcode on it. Thing. It is going to have a barcode on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, why are we not talking? What I'd like to know is why are we not talking about just in light of hacking and tampering that we've seen in the United States of America, resulting in the most heinous of situations? Why wouldn't we just simply? pull it back a notch. We didn't have any problems prior to electronic voting. We didn't. I remember. I'm old enough to remember. It, it started with Bush. 
And we know how that worked out. And it hasn't got better ever since. Okay, so let's, and, yeah, and let's, let's We talk probably about have that. these machines still in storage somewhere. Okay, well, let's talk about you know? it. None of them. Oh, okay. my goodness. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, to say that we haven't had uh, voting problems and manipulation of uh, voter intent um, in the history uh, of uh, voting, uh, except uh, during uh, the times where we've had uh, very sophisticated machines is absolutely false. Yes, we've had, since George uh, Bush, voting. really? No, no, no. We've had voting problems yeah. uh, since the beginning of time. That's yeah. just the way that it's been, whether or not problems. they've been... Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. remember, used to... Edgar Allan Poe, he died. He'd been hired by some uh, b b machine, political machine, to vote in, in, in different places, maybe, uh, maybe 10 times mm. uh, during this election go from precinct to precinct and they give him a name to anyway right. and, and, anyway, and but he got uh, so drunk while he was doing it he died in the middle of it and that was the end of Edgar Allan Poe and that was hmm. where he had been hired hmm. to, to vote in a number of times in an election in which they only had paper ballots yeah, huh. yeah. And hey by yes. the way did I mention there is no panacea okay. <laughs> I just want to make yeah. sure that we what understand panacea, yeah. by the way and yeah. I, I, could you explain that panacea uh, what do you mean by that? One problem that yeah, perfect there is something no that solves everything. No. I agree with that. Yeah. And and like we're saying, like the human the human side of it, you know, if you have paper ballots, you have human error. You have uh, software, you have human error. You have somebody directing some sort of hacking or something. You know, I mean, it's not a perfect system, and that's I think why there's not a perfect solution. Well, this is like saying that getting shot with a gun and getting annihilated with a nuclear weapon is pretty much the same thing. Because yes, there was tampering before, but it was within a certain boundary because of it was all analog. There was only so much tampering that could occur. Now we have hackers tampering with figures in cyberspace. We know that this, they say, people could tell us it's secure. We can believe them if we want. But all the evidence is to the contrary. Well, that's a, this is exactly why we are advocating for transparency versus security through obscurity, which is what we have now. So we keep the software obscured from the public and so that there's no way to establish um, that the software did what it was intended. Mm -hmm. But with transparent software, uh, we do. So that we can say, okay, let's take a look at this. And by the way, everybody gets to take a look at it. You have a software to, uh, uh, understanding or not, we don't care. Take a look at the software and determine for yourself whether or not this software is legitimate. That's absolutely uh, the perfect way to have transparency. Open minds. Well, look, this is great. Uh, we're going to wind up this part. This is great, uh, but let's wind up. Uh, Val, do you have any questions? Well, I just wanted to take us to what's the next step, Tim, for um, Cavo in terms of trying Good to idea. move this forward. Because uh, well. One of the things uh, for sure is that anytime you come across anybody that you're speaking with, you can always remind them of the same thing, publicly owned, publicly operated, and maintained software with commodity hardware, by the way, off the shelf. Okay? So you keep saying that and over and over again, and pretty soon that gets through. However, you know, if you want to help us maintain our uh, website, do you want to go us? on and PayPal us a little? That's all good. Well, tell us, what, tell us the website. Let's, let's cut to the chase. Yeah, so it's Cavo, C-A-V-O-U-S dot org. 
and give us a look and see if uh, what we're doing thinks uh, makes sense to you. And then if it does and uh, you've got a couple extra bucks and you want to throw it our way, that's all good. Well, and we, I can tell you for sure, one thing you can know for sure, no money going to Cabo goes anywhere to pay anybody. All we do is... Uh, uh, from time to time, uh, you know, we uh, pay our monthly um, expenses for keeping a bank account. We pay uh, to keep our uh, uh, incorporation for the, uh, 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 the mutual benefit uh, corporation that, that uh, has the folks, keeps the folks uh, uh, informed about uh, voting. And so there isn't any money paying to me or to Brent or anyone else for any administrative anything. We always pay out of our pocket uh, to keep this uh, going. So if you want to uh, give us Look a ahead. couple of bucks, it's good. Okay, and I see you're a dedicated human being for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of you there are officials, a dedicated human being, getting to know the system, getting to know the people involved, getting to know how to push these buttons, how to make this happen. And I believe that's what you're about. Is that right? That's exactly it. And then appearing here on Mutiny Radio on the Common Fed Collective, because it was Val and I, and what it's called Common Fed Collective, because what we do is to cast a wide net. We're, we're doing this. And we find the common thread with you and Carlo. And we let life flourish. And then say, don't panic, just keep it organic. So that's Beautiful. what you say with that. You're adding open source to it. And we add open mind, open heart, and oh, being open to it. You hear me? I hear you. Beautiful. So you're welcome. And now I, I want to welcome uh, Bridget. Hey, Bridget. Hey, how are you? Thank you for having me. What was that last slogan? I loved it. Don't panic. panic keep it organic. Keep it organic. Keep it organic. I love that. Cast the wide net and find that common thread. <laughs> I want to just vouch for these guys. Um, I have been a political activist for quite a while now. My uh, ex-husband, who is the father of my daughter, was murdered by the police in Napa. And it kind of snapped me to attention because it happened about six months after uh, Oscar Grant was also murdered at the BART station. So I started getting involved with... uh, different groups. I think I've hit pretty much just about every group there is. And unfortunately, the, 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 the vein that I think I have found mostly is that I'm a white, you know, frumpy looking, um, middle-aged woman. So you and quite how to take you. I, yes. It's like in the United States of America, if you want to be completely invisible, which I do enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it happens when you become a middle-aged woman. <laughs> but um, I've met people along my journey, and many people have been fakers. And I know the fakers from the not fakers. And these guys are definitely not fakers. Um, this guy, Alan Deckard, uh, is, is his name? He told me the other day he's been trying to, to get people to listen to this for 10 years now. And I'm like, that, in my opinion, in 2018 is a badge of honor that they did not listen to him. You know what I mean? Mm. For the last 10 years, the since 08, I would say that what happened in the 60s with infiltration into different resistance groups probably happened like on steroids in today's... Uh, in today's... Because this is what I'm saying. I was on the... Um, I was at the Women's March and... Uh, I was very disappointed because I didn't really hear any solutions. I didn't really hear um, 
I, I heard a lot of things insinuating that if we go back to the Democratic Party in 2020 or 2018, that we will all be saved. And to me, last year, when women got together spontaneously around the world, it was, it was half a strike, a woman without a day. We weren't going to spend any money. And we weren't going to do any work unless we were supporting other women. And it was powerful. And everybody showed up. And millions of people showed up this time. But I didn't hear anything about a strike. And it could have been twice as powerful as it was the last time. And you know, there's always this big confusion. Last year, we've been wearing pink uh, to protest black and pink for a long time in the, in the movements. It's just cool. Who doesn't want to wear black and pink, right? And pink is cool. It's, it's a female color. Well, last year on the internet, somehow it changed to red. And it was right around the time we were discovering about the Russian hacking. And I thought, isn't that interesting that pictures around the world, including in Russia, would see hordes of American women in the streets wearing red. <laughs> that doesn't really happen. At the same time, I, isn't that crazy? I was in the... Uh, I was in the Women's March, of course, as well, and uh, I said, I, I'm, I'm a member of the Democratic Socialist. Uh, uh, well, one foot in so the Democratic Socialist, another foot in anarchy, because I'm just where they meet. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we, we, there was a, a powerful march, the contingent, that the Democratic Socialist and the Women's March were flying the red flag high, because that's, that's the flag of socialism long before... Long before the Russia, we're not talking about Russia and Hammond Sicker, the red flag flying. Myself, I'd fly the red and the black flag, showing my socialist and my anarchist side. That's what I would do. But anyway, you were on a march. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I went to both of them. Pacifica had one, too. Yeah, is that where you were, Pacifica? Yeah, I live in Pacifica, and we had a little morning march along the beach. It was very, very cool. Nice, beautiful. I, I have a sign. sign out uh, well, and, 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 and my, describe it to our This is my, um, I call it my enterprise because there's no money involved. <laughs> not, none right. of us, none but of it is an do. enterprise. I feel your pain. <laughs> we all have enterprises. It's, it's I, ca I call it our, you know how, okay, Bernie Sanders uh, re rebels started a new thing called Our Revolution. Right. Well, mine is called R, the letter R, Evolution. So it says revolution, but it really just means let's just let's just evolve. We know we have evolved. Human beings have evolved out of racism, out of sexism. We are evolving all the time. The younger generation today, which is the new people, they're they're not into it at all. <laughs> they're just like, what are you talking about? We don't even want to work. <laughs> More power to them. Much less waste my energy not liking someone. Um, exactly. Too much trouble. <laughs> Let's do what we do. Come together. And you have another sign. Another sign. Okay, my other sign is... Speaking, revolution. Speaking we, of... We'll um, adopt that. Speaking of uh, uh, um, political parties, not many people know this, but... Uh, Political parties isn't a part of our democracy at all. They, they, they came about about 20 years after we signed the Declaration of Independence. And what it was was rich people who didn't like the idea of everybody getting the same say. So they usurped the people's will, and George Washington had something to say about it. But anyway, I'm starting a new party. I'm trying to destroy the Democratic and Republican foothold. <laughs> it's called the Party Party. <laughs> and I say we have to fight. For our right to pa. <laughs> That's the song. Yeah. Yes. 
So anyway, <laughs> what you're kind of saying party, is that, party. That everything I think a lot do, of people would get well, behind everything that Everything we one. do... We make it fun. We make it enjoyable. Exactly. Like and the 60s. Do you, you remember the 60s? I was. I turned 30 at the end of that summer. They called it Summer of Love. Wasn't that fun? 1967. Did, I, I, did you have fun? I had fun then. I still have fun. That's right. And I bring those memories back. <laughs> and uh, I bring those memories back. And that's what we're about here. On Don't Minnesota. you think the fun made it work? It, it does. So okay, throw that sign up again. That's uh, what you one. carried in the beach. Is that what you carry Let's see, what beach, say. Says, Yeah, I just mind. carry it to coffee shops or put it in my table. Oh, nice. Now is the time for all good people to come to the aid of their party, their own oh. party. <laughs> <laughs> then, that's what people, that's how you would learn to type, right? Right. Like, exactly. You're right. right. Yeah, now is the time for all good that. men to, to come to the aid of their party. You'd like right. have to like practice typing doing that's that, right. right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, lots of people that. recognize that line. Yeah. They think it's a famous line by somebody smart, but you're right. It was just a typist uh, exercise. Yeah. No, I yeah. don't know the yeah. source of it. I don't know where Which it came from. Which is kind of brilliant because I think I'm talking about talking to women. And so who is going to know what that line means other than women, right? Hmm. The typists of old days that, yeah. you know, had to type that over and over and over again, right. you know. And then, and then I have this. All work and no my, play. Yes. <laughs> Our evolution solutions. Um, I'm having a re-sister twister. Resister, you know, only re-sister. Uh, everybody can, everybody's welcome, all ages. It's free because it's at the library. I'm just bringing my speaker and my phone. Is that today at 5? Today at 5, yeah. I see <laughs> that. Be, January 26. Oh, That's right. 20 yeah. I'm just bringing some apple 18. cider. 18. Yeah. But you better, uh, I hope that you uh, have some plans of maybe doing that every week. Oh, <laughs> Because it takes people, it takes sense to happen. Let me tell you, people, I'm an editor. I, I wish. Know, what town is uh, What town is this? Oh, it's in Pacifica, in Pacifica at the Sharp Park Library. So it must be a nice cool. little library. Yeah, and it I must be perfect. But still, you can judgment-free zone. Okay, nice. Well, my judgment free dance free along is, uh, yeah. to popular choice. So think about doing that uh, every other week or once a month. I mean, month. it is my suggestion, and I know this is a crazy idea, but it is my suggestion that wherever we are on Friday afternoon and we hear music, just dance, just dance. I mean, it's a protest that we could do that's fun, it helps you lose weight, it's not illegal yet, you know what I mean? <laughs> I do it sometimes in the grocery store. I tell you, people start dancing with me so once in a while. I but if it became a thing, you yeah. know, if it became a thing, like we are allowed to dance. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is not illegal yet. I saw people <laughs> dancing at the Bart Plaza today. Yay! <laughs> Yeah. That's a revolution. It's it, a revolution of dance. It was very heartfelt. I, I was kind of. I stopped for a minute. <laughs> we should all dance with each other. We say the revolution starts now. It does. Yeah. Now is the time. Now, well, now is the time. This is the place, and we are the motherfucking people. So, so look up. Well, well, that's a good event. Yeah, Dave. Why don't you pick some music to be danced to? Any music? Hey, music. Uh, Bridget, I, I really recognize your your. Your, your spontaneous excitement I, you. what you bring to it and I hope that this is to, uh, to be continued thank you yes and because you know I'm always... actually going to have to split because I got to get to the Star Park Library and okay, set it Star up Park Library. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 the library because I don't want to flake out with that date and time right <laughs> yeah. on yeah, well, yeah you, gotta, us, uh, you, gotta, you have an hour well, where, where, is the, where, is the, where is that library Give us it's a, down in Pacifica you take the first uh, no the second exit after the bus and it's on a hill. Oh, this is a cool story. If there are any rebels out there, Pacifica has been 
uh, in a tug-of-war battle with the real estate industry for decades now. And we've been on the losing end. They've been evicting the working class like crazy, triple, quadrupling rents, evicting people like crazy, to the where there's no, hardly any voters left to vote for our rent control measure on November of last year. Anyway, this hill that the library is on is a beautiful, pristine piece of real estate that the real estate is salivating over, right? The real estate industry. They can't have it because it's city property. And city property, that city property can't be sold as long as there's a library on it. So now they have a scheme to make the taxpayers pay $60 million to build a brand new library so they can take the library down and make a million dollars on the real estate. Oh and that's the hell aware. that we'll be on tonight. You Pacifica. <laughs> the, the entire Pacific, what's happening, political, political, and you stay where you keep your ear to the ground and your shoulder to the wheel. In fact, I have, this is kind of a zine you do. It is. Which it's is based on you. It's one piece of paper. Anybody can reproduce it at work. And um, I don't have enough money to reproduce it, but I, I'm telling people, if you like it, if you think it's revolutionary, uh, do a revolutionary act. Copy it at work a couple of times and give it away to other people. And this is what's, I can't what's do going it. on you know, I'm not, in the council. Our evolution the, the city solutions council newsletter. Pacifica, am I right? Yep. And it's called getting, Eyes On. Eyes On. And that's what you're doing. Eyes On. That's eyes City's On Pacifica. Pacifica. Yep. Well, Brisbane, give me your hand. You're an <laughs> nice amazing. Nice to meet you. Thank you're you so much. You're an amazing human being. Thank you. Thank you. Let's do a little circle. Let's do a little hug. Put on a little dance music. The great spirit of Thuris keeps it going. That's right. We have to do a peace dance. We have to do an economic freedom dance. We have to do a justice dance. That's all of this. This is what we do from <laughs> 3 to 6 every Friday right here. Welcome right. aboard. <laughs> and hopefully you won't be bored. Because we've been doing this for years now. Is that right, Val? That is right. And happy five to be years. doing it. Uh, more than that. More than five years. <laughs> I've been on. More than five years. More than that. Well, that's bad for me. But uh, so we are seeing our do. collective evolution uh, in so many different ways, socially, politically, culturally. Um, and uh, I'm, it's always great to have people come in here and make this a platform to, to get out these new ideas and connect with other people who may be thinking along the same way um, or have it? other ideas to contribute. So it's a, yeah, it's a great a platform, and we're happy that you're here. Um, thank you both for coming, and, and, and you're welcome back anytime. Very much. Hey, now, and I think I'd like to do. I like to do it once. What I do it here? I have 18 years of sobriety, and, uh, and this is uh, not the A prayer, but this is a more wider one. Where I'm on what's called the Red Road. It's the Warrior Path. It's the Sober Path. And so I always like to say once a day, but it applies to what's your situation. You don't. It doesn't have to be just about that. So let's uh, let's do the uh, vow. Do you want to get in this? Can you, I guess you're... I'll reach out like this. Okay, good. You're good. And here, there's a... So we're going to... So thanks for coming, both of you. Hey, Tim, give us updates constantly of what you're doing and how this is working out and how we as a voice can help make this happen. Do you hear me, Tim? Well, I'd love to do that. I'll come by when we have our next uh, sort of major movement and uh, people can get behind us and support what Let we're doing. Let us know. Let us know, because we aim to be a voice of all that. And Bridget... Your energy is amazing. Thanks. What you bring to it is uh, is amazing, hey Val? And uh, uh, you, you might be middle-aged, but you're beautiful. <laughs> and I'm 80 years old, so I'm the old man. <laughs> I'm the old man at 80. In fact, um, I, go, uh, I go back to the beatniks. All right. <laughs> I'm an old beatnik dude. But this is a prayer of the Red Road. 
and then we're going to play a little dance music, and then we got our brother, he's already up there, ready to go. Now look at that dude. That'd be, that, we need to get some videos video sometime. That'd be our brother, that'd be Rainbow. Hey, Rainbow. If, uh, you can join us in spirit. Well, we'll play some music, get you so you can get ready and get ready, and then you'll give us some songs. Wait for Rainbow. I'm talking about. So here's the part, pair of the Red Road. Deep breath. Great spirit, whose voice I hear in the wind, whose breath gives life to the world. Hear me. I come to you as one of your many children. I'm small and weak. I need your strength and wisdom. May I walk in beauty. It's the beauty way. That's the Kashla. That's what we're talking about. That's what you're talking about too, aren't you, Bridget? Yeah. The beauty way, the re-evolution. You too, Tim. So now bring, but let's bring some dance music on. Time to dance. As she said, we're going to just do what you say. Do what you say. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Okay, let's go out, boom, let's boom. Go out in the main space. And get ready for it. <laughs> Thank you both for being here. You're yeah, listening to the Common Thread Collective, yeah. MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco's Mission District. Uh, we, believe it or not, we do this every single Friday. Oh, my goodness. We're doing doing good, doing right, doing well. In Montgomery and in Selma and the streets of Birmingham, the people sent a message to the leaders of the land. We have fought and we have suffered, but we know the wrong from right. All right. 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Common Thread Collective here, mutinyradio.fm, San Francisco. I'm Global Val, and all of our friends are here. We've got a full house today. That's exciting. Uh, I always like it when folks come through. I see birds on a wire hanging out. Um, I see, uh, who else is out there? Bloodflower, of course. And on the stage, Common Thread Collective wouldn't be the same without Rainbow. Uh, Rainbow... Thanks for coming. We'd love to hear a couple of your wonderful original songs or whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Thank, it's a great honor. Well, go for it, my friend. Thanks okay. for being here. This one's called Simple Words of Love. Is there anything that I can do? from this song, Thinking of Ways to Be Kind. And it's, um, yeah, all the folk smoke in the smoke. With the presence of mind, thinking of ways to be kind. And so anyway, but. um, What can you do when your day is done? Where can you hide or where can you run? 
I feel like a wolf on the edge of the night with the Picture a war where nobody comes And all the people are saying no never bomb Yeah, all the folk are smoking a smoke With the present to mind Thinking of ways to be Thinking of ways to be kind Thinking of ways to be kind Thinking of ways to be Life is a river that's moving along I'm keeping afloat but the current is strong I follow the stream of my destiny And though it seems it's all but a dream I think it's reality That came out. Thank you. Another Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey, hey, uh, 
Thank you so much. It feels so good here, man. It's like, uh, you know, like it's the 60s. That's just time, right? But, you know, where it's really at, man, it's like the love is still as real as it was back then. Only the snot-nosed kids that I was during the 60s, you know, like I assimilated all that knowledge, man, and, you know, just went with the positive vibe. And, man, you guys just are like, are like wow, it's fantastic. So, okay, this is called the... Uh, Grim Reaper, and it's mostly to the people that aren't being cool. You know you fell in love Right over your shoulder Cause I saw the Grim Reaper Coming round the corner Don't say. It's too 
dead. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Rainbow. Rainbow. You'll be uh, beautiful. And you'll be a part of it. It's so good to have you here almost every week. Sorry, you hear that, Rainbow? Almost every week to have you here. And to bring that spirit, that rainbow spirit, the spirit of that summer of love still living with you. So, Rainbow, thank you. Are you there? He's, he's talking now. Okay, well, hey, but I, hey, Val. Yo, Dave. For my B-Day, I got a copy at State Lights Press. A Pablo Neruda. Pablo Neruda is certainly one of the greatest poets. In fact, it's right here. The poets of the Spanish language. Pablo Neruda, a, a, a Chilean surrealist, communist, Nobel Prize winner, I think, Pablo Neruda. Here's a, this is a poem of his that he wrote, was first published in 1926. He was 21 years old. Um, 21 years old. And I have to say, by the way, and in fact, uh, let me read you what Raul Zarita has to say about it. Experimental, obscure, timeless, essential, Venture of the Infinite Man. Venture of the Infinite Man. Published two, two years after his famous 20 Love Poems and A Song of Despair. Set Pablo Neruda on his course towards becoming the greatest poet in the history of the Spanish language. Its publication in English is a historic event. Above all today. Above all in this moment. Above all now. That's that's Raúl Sarita, and uh, I'm going to read a bit of it. I have to say I haven't read it. As you know, sometimes I read a poem for the first time, and I try to get in the rhythm of the poem. This is a spiritless poem. It's kind of obscure, as he said. In other words, you have to work on it. I'm going to work on it for a couple of pages, and then we have some of our our, our regular poet here. Hey, brother. Oh, yeah, Jack's with us. And Jack Melander. So, Jack, I'm going to read... Uh, and we're going to have Dan Brady on the phone any second and then now, Dan too. Brady is the phone. Watch that phone. Watch that, Brad. We got it. Hey, yeah, so that, while that's not happening, I'm going to read start at the beginning. Here's Dan Brady joining us. And Dan hey. says, this is a poem, an early po a book of... Poetry from Pablo Neruda. Came out when he's 21 years old. Sealites just put it out, and it's, it's very well. It looks really, look how beautiful this book is. And yet it's affordable. Exactly what Neruda would like. I'm going to read a couple of, a couple, couple of verses from it, Dan. And then we're, then we're going to say, hey, Dan Brady, what do you have to say to the people? Dan Brady, of course, is the MC, the host the, the, the one who makes the Wednesday night Sacred Grounds reading happening. Reading's happening. So good to have you in the mix, Dan. Here it is. Pablo Neruda. Pale blazes, twisting at the edge of night. Dead smoke, invisible. Dust clouds rise. Dust clouds race. Black forages, slumber, slumbering behind nightfallen hills. The sadness of man cast into the arms of sleep. 
Wallace. City from the hills at night. The harvesters sleep, indistinct, in the, fi- in the final flames. But you are there, fixed to your horizon, like a boat at the dock, ready to set sail, I believe, before the dawn. Death, rattle, tree, conundrum, candelabrum of old flames. Distant fire, my heart is sad. Only one immobile star, its deep phosphorus, the movements of the night stagger towards the sky. The movements of the night stagger towards the sky. City from the hills through the leafy night, a yellow stain, its face parts the shadow while stretched out on the grass. I search, there they pass, blazing alone. Its momentous rising, a wing passes by a flight. O night without, without keys, O night without keys, O night of mine, in my hour, in my furious and aching hour, it, it lifted me like sea weight on a wave. Hear that well? Receive my wretched heart when you enfold the animals in sleep, crisscross it with your vast straps of silence. It is at your feet, awaiting a departure, because you hold it face to face with yourself, night of black spirals. And may all the strength inside it be fertile. Tied to the sky with stars of rain, procreate, lash yourself to that prow. Blue minerals embarked on that nocturnal voyage. Nocturnal voyage. A manatron at 20 holds fast to a frantic rain. It's that. He wanted to go off in pursuit of the night because his hungry hands, the wind, starrow startles. He wanted to go off in pursuit of the night between his hungry hands, the wind, startles. And that man of 20 was himself Pablo Neruda in about 1922. And here we are, 2018, Val, and bring life that night when, when Pablo Neruda had no keys. He was homeless, I guess. He had no keys, he said, and was lying out on that warm night in Chile looking up at the stars. You get it? Yeah. Hard not to, is that right? And, and we have Dan Brady. Dan Brady. Hey, how are you? Well, that's Pablo Neruda. I love that guy. I have a couple of the books that I have a couple of his anthologies, not anthologies, you know, stuff, collections of his. Well, this is one that City Lights put out. I got it from my B-Day. Yeah. It's a beautiful edition, City Lights Brooks. Uh, yeah, I have, the one I have is uh, uh, Tales of Earth or something like, I uh, can't remember the name of the title now. It's been a long time. But it's all about the earth and the soil and the world and stuff like that. Well, that's where he's starting here. He's 20 years old. Wow. He, he had, had no keys. He no might have been in Santiago looking for it to, to find the poetry. Wherever he was, he had no keys. And he's uh, spending the night awake, spending the night at least before he went to sleep, looking up the stars, and he never really had a chance to do it. He's a man of 20. And Pablo wow. Neruda, of course, that was 1922. So he was born at the turn of the century. About the what turn of the century, man. Crazy world. And so he says, so that's Neruda, a different generation, but still alive. A communist, he's a Chilean communist, he was. He was a senator representing the Communist Party in the Chilean Senate for a while. Pablo Neruda, a man of means, by no means, at this yeah. point, a king of the road. Right. So, so Dan, I had to kiss you. 
He may what not have had keys, Dave, but he might have had the anarchy. That's right. Yeah. Have a, we don't have a key, you have an anarchy. And here we are. <laughs> We oh, that's, that's the only key that Dave carries in his pocket. Is, is, is the yeah. anarchy. I got the key anarchy, but I got to do more about my, you know what? Anyway, Val just told me. But anyway, so Dan, you called. What's going on? Well, the world's going on we in know a that. crazy way, and then it inspired the one of the poems that I'm, but I'd like to share. But since it's a, it's a, it's a trying kind of poem, I have, a, I have at least two little ones that are, that'll, that'll, that'll make up for it. So do you want do you want the harsh things first and finish on a nice note? Does that be the best way that's to go? Like to do. I think that's what works. And All so right. trying you means trying you about, uh, you, by trying you mean what? Trying the listener? Say again? Trying. You said the trying poem. Oh, it's trying in that it talks about what's going on in a way that, you know, is dramatic and, and, and expletive, but yeah. And and uh, we we got free speech here, brother. All right. We were, we're wrapping ourselves in the First Amendment. What can they do? I uh, know. Well, I, I, what, they, what people can do is organize and, and take care of your friends and do what you need to do to make sure that everybody that around you is at least whole and safe. You know, friends, hands across, hands across the table, hands across uh, the street, you know, hand in hand. That's what people need to do more and more. Be in touch with your neighbors, help your friends out, do what you can, wherever you can, however that is, even if it's just saying hello, or I care, or let me help. See what I'm saying? I think it emerges the Women's March. Uh, we opened, I don't know if you hope we opened with Val reading a poem of her take on the Women's March, and it was just that. So anyway, so do what you will, man. All right, do it. here no, we go. It's not- this, this is called The God's grew angry. The gods grew angry. Although they had long been in discord, now, now behind furrowed brows, uneasily set above speculative, envious eyes, in secret and in enmity, dark plans were drawn. They betook themselves once again to the cyclopean armories long hidden in the deeps flung open their groaning gates and took up the terrible stores therein as righteous wrath and visions of slaughter colored their sight crimson. Each believed themselves invincible, absolutely right and terribly wronged, with ancient trusts violated, and so without doubt or hint of remorse they trod in stealth to steal a march against one another." while in their fists, bigger than great mountains, they clenched arrays of a titanic weapons so horrific as to shun sight. It is said in ancient texts that gods fought before through bolts of lightning, heaved hills, quaked the ground, and thundered across the skies. But these new gods could do so much more, for they were so much more. And they fought the world over, trampling forest and field, smashing city and temple. And in the skies, tremendous explosions of light blinded any beholding them. 
So they clashed weapon on shield and fought fire with fire, only growing more engorged with venomous rage as each blow, each thunderclap, irresistible force only ever met unmovable object. Thus the warring would not cease, could not cease. Haplessly, hopelessly, those mere mortals, the denizens of the world, suffered under the boot heels of these struggling gods. Tens of thousands might perish in a football, hundreds of thousands drown as seas sloshed, millions immolated as they fled or slept. When a heavenly discharge missed its mark, Tens of millions perished day by day. Food vanished, was poisoned by some unfathomable weapon. Hundreds of millions became deaf for the din of it all, and no one would risk leaving the relative security of whatever hovel they could secrete themselves in. And so, in time, the mortals began to choose among the gods favoring this one or that offering their services, such as they might be, offering sacrifices, as in the antediluvian times, burning their own alive, feeding volcanoes, all in the hopes for favor, or to find some way out of this worldwide hell. But the gods did not seem to regard their efforts at all. Rather, they targeted each other's psychophants, partly out of frustration with achieving their murderous aims, partly out of disdain for the groveling filth they all loathed. Yes, the titans of old were playthings in comparison, mighty as they were, and so would be of no consequence to these new gods in their struggles. Now, you may think this a tale from a sputtering, a fulsome gibbering of a useless old man. Well, well, I'll add something and then let you be the judge, jury, and hangman, if such be your findings. For I am an old man. But I tell you this tale is true, and the gods I speak of are all too real, and they are in discord even now. Do not cities burn? Does not the earth shake? Are not fields destroyed, forests made sick, and waters poisoned? And are not the hapless mere mortals targets? Are they not blown to bits, torn asunder, incinerated as they beg? Is not faith meaningless? And do not hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions starve? How many are deaf for all they happen to hear? How many dying for the burdens they bear? How many suffer in dismal dismay? Warring as gods, the great nations tear out the globe, even as greed does. The skies are ripped with fire and murder. They might fight if they fight amongst the stars as well as within the hearts and minds of all mere mortals such as we. We, the unsung and suffering, who know not what they do, have lost all sense and all hope of peace. So that's the... Uh, well, is Unhappy state of affairs that it just, you know. Well, you, you tell the unhappiness and, by making it so amazing. 
It, you're a, you're it, a portrait of Armageddon, I guess. Well, it's very much like that because what are we doing? I mean, not we, you I and I, it. but humanity as a whole. That's it's right. like, when will people start making sense? You know? Uh, stop being puppets it, in, it, in it somebody matter. else's game. Somebody being, but stop being puppets in somebody else's game. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's, did you, let me ask you this, Dan. That's an amazing poem you said. Did you, did you write that as a, uh, it all came out, it all came out and you just put, put it down as it came out from some part of your mind where such poetry is produced? Yeah, pretty much. I, have, I was sitting, <laughs> strangely enough, I was sitting with my wife and we were talking about something, the news, and this image of that, you know, the fist with the, you know, horrible weapons in it and the fist being bigger than mountains came to mind and it just wouldn't go. Wow. And I've written things like this before, but, you know, this starts off with talking about gods so people get the idea rather than just talk about the political reality that these huge things we call nations are just strutting all over the place, venting violence and killing people by the tens of millions. Do you know that 30 million people or 40 million people die each year just from cigarette smoking? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to smoke. Globally speaking. An 80. Shoot. It's a holocaust that just no one it notices. Says it's not money, really a holocaust money in the sense of the historical word, but it's like tens of millions of people dying yeah. every year. Well, uh, Bob Dylan said that money doesn't uh, talk, it swears. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the yeah. money that talk, it swears, they've gotten people addicted, I'm one. But here we are, I'm 80 years old, I made it thus far. But, and uh, so and I see this all around me. So anyway, Dan... Let's use this interval to say, Dan, makes happen. I mentioned it before. Makes happen. This is right there. A good way to say it. At uh, Sacred Ground. Uh, that's at, uh, at Hayes and Cole. Sacred Ground Cafe. Get it. Every Sacred Wednesday. Ground. Every Wednesday you're there. 7 p.m. And some people show up uh, every week. Other yeah, people yeah, show sure. up. Because Everybody, every, every week, you know, it's like it's been going on for decades, decades. now. I've, I've only been doing it for like... I guess six or seven years now. It's like a long time, surprisingly. Well, I want to come next Wednesday, Dan. Uh, that would be wonderful. You come here and, uh, and share a few and see a few and come back because I go all the way back. I go back 30 years with readings. Well, you know, the, the, just so you want, just in case you want to know, I'm going to give a plug. Uh, Alan Harris is going to be the feature next Wednesday, and oh. that guy is just out of there. He's just like incredible. Oh yeah, so, Alan Harris is is great. He's one of the, I I only encountered Alan Harris probably within the past year. Yeah, and he is just <laughs> I, well, I can't, I can't figure I mean, out words to describe him yet. Well, he's a, got a, a beat disgr- edge to him. But. New Yorker might be part of it, but you know. <laughs> he's just kind of he's he's outrageous and funny. Yeah. And he, he he spins these huge poetic yarns that at some point or another you think are just totally going off the tracks. And, you know, he, he intends that. But then by the end, he's like brings it back around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, always, he always comes back and you understand where, what, what, where, where he started, where, what his route was, and why, why, you, why you enjoyed it so much. You know, it <laughs> takes you for a ride and it's good. Well, I'll be there Wednesday for sure. That's great. And That's so we're, we're talking I mean, about sure the Sacred Grounds Cafe at the corner of Cole and Page, Hayes. near the Panhandle, just north right. or north of the Panhandle. Just one. Hayes. Oh, Hayes. Hayes and Cole. Yeah. Hayes. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not Page. Hayes and Cole. Right. And what uh, time does it start? 
It starts at 7 p.m. That's when the, the, the sign-in sheet goes around and people start yammering at me to get started. So <laughs> I feel you. And then yeah. what time does it wrap up? 9? 9.30? Nine, well, it depends on how many people show Nine-ish. up. The, the place closes at 9.50, and sometimes we go that long, but not all the time. And the thing is, like, a lot of people think, you know, oh, I can't get there at 7. We have a whole subset of people who come, like, at, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock, because they, they do the second half. I call it, it's like, I call it the second show. There's the first show that starts at 7. The second show starts about 8.15, 8.30. You know, so come for the second show if you can't come for the first. You know, that's what I tell people. And they, they, they're starting to do that, because it's like, why not? Just get on the mic and do it. You don't have to be there when everybody else starts. You can start when you ever walk in. Someone walks in. I put them on them. I put them on the list. You know, that's kind of similar. It's true. It is similar. No one's turned away, because of the time they came in. I think yeah, we, yeah, exactly. It's like you know, we make we want to make sure everybody gets on. So sometimes that means we gotta you know noodle how much how many minutes each person gets. Noodle is right. But usually we don't, and we are, everybody gets on. Everybody gets their five minutes of fame, and we're good. If it, so, uh, so, uh, so, Dan, I see you said you had a couple of short poems you wanted yeah, to end yeah. that yeah. would take us up a little higher and okay, give right. a smile so, to our face. So this is um, this is the one I wanted to do. do it's it. called the the evolution of uh, evolution of the understanding of Buddha nature. How about that? You know. Oh my goodness. So there are three little pieces in this. And they're related. The first one was written to clarify the Buddha nature by some guy named Shin Shao, who was well-known in Buddhist literature. That's what I was told. That one was followed some centuries later by a second, which was a further clarification. And this guy, Hui Nang, actually is a a historical character who, because of what he wrote, became a noted uh, philosopher in that school of thought. However... I heard only heard the second thing, and I wrote a revision of that in which you'll see go, oh, yeah, well, Dan, maybe you shouldn't have done that, or should have. So anyway, here's the first one. It goes like this. Our body is the Bodhi tree, and our mind is like a bright mirror with a stand. Diligently, we wipe them all the time and let no dust alight. So that's talking about how how you, how you you know the, the the nature what form is and mind is and how you're ever ever cleaning off what alights upon it the new thoughts the new ideas the new distractions the dust. So then there was the uh, famous response, which is the one that I only heard, goes like this: There is no Bodhi tree, nor stand of a mirror bright. Since all is void, where can the dust alight? And in this one, it's saying, well, if everything is void, you know, there is no stand of mirror. There is no cleaning of anything. Well, I heard that over the years, and then I decided to change it up a little bit. It goes like this. There is no Bodhi tree, nor stand of a mirror bright, since all is void, there is no dust or light. It takes it all away, doesn't it? <laughs> well, here we are talking to you across the, uh, uh, across the sky in a way. We're talking to you thanks to the social media. 
We're talking to you thanks to the phone company. And here we are, so damn. Yeah. That's food. All everything you do is food for thought. I'd love to have you come in here again someday. I'm going to be there Wednesday. All right. And I'd love to meet, meet your wife. Does your wife? I didn't even know about. It. Does your wife ever come to the poetry reading? Oh yeah, she does. She does. She comes. She, she comes fairly often. Oh, I'd love to meet her. Depending on what she has to do, but uh, uh, she's great. I love her. Yeah, I'd love to see the world. She's a bright light. Do you know her? <laughs> Yes, I do. Oh, good. I don't. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to your Wednesday. All and right. And I'm going to bring somebody along uh, who's becoming, going to become more and more, more and more part of this. I'm talking about my friend Caitlin, and she really wants to come I, since I told her about it. Oh, so, great. Uh, so there you are, Dan, and uh, I'll see you in the, in the void, out of the void, around the void. Not to avoid. How's that? Hostile avoidness. Oh, yeah. How do we avoid and we have avoid? <laughs> avoid, work on that. Void and then avoid. I don't want to avoid much. We're all trying to avoid avoid the void by, by filling that void with words and consciousness and happenings and all of that. Avoidance. How's that? That's good. Let's avoid it. <laughs> filling Thank in you, Dan. Thank filling in you. for the avoidance. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Dan Brady. Thank you so much. And look who's here, Val. We got our poet. We got Jack Melander. Hey, Jack, so glad you're here. Hi. And every week he comes in, and this gives you, uh, just like this is giving uh, Dan Brady, inspiring him to write and put some poems out because he has a place to do it. You're doing the same. Yep. Welcome. Thank you. To it. Um, this first one is, these are exercise poems. I worked in the office, and I was a working student for a long time, so I sat down 16 hours a day. This one's called Office Cure. And there's a couple of weird words. Sedentary relates to the sitting position. Sedgency means like staying seated. Somatic pertains to the body. And a thing at athletic clubs called a back extension frame is like it helps you do upside down sit-ups. It's really good for your back. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so here's this poem, Office Cure. Machines you fervidly may row quite conquer desk job stress. Also, a back extension frame does much for sedentary blues as such. Then swim, work out aerobically. You've paid the dues for sedgency, somatically. And for your head, try taking books of verse to bed. This routes your everyday ennui. Such monsters long some shoulders ride until these rhythms bid them shrug, which drugs booze said they do but lied. So turn me on to working... Turn me out to working on, odd duck in a desolate time, feeding the insatiable machines. Turn me on to working out, wage slave, desk job, make work life, become somewhat transcendable. Let's turn each other on and give desire a workout. Life totally transform and end all querulous reluctance toward joy, but swell love's hungry turnout. Oh, I like that poem a lot, Jack. Thanks. Yeah, I have a couple more, is that okay? Oh, please. This one's called Transcendence. Why should the animal merely be if body truly desire to feel? What mind must think I cannot see to say that thought alone is real? Oh, let the brain attain some ruth upon the much distracted heart. For earth and people, health is truth. Should any man then take fate's part? Let us don our animal nature. It's time individuals again got rugged, and freedom recurred to the joys of the storm, looking again toward our rights in their future, home of the techno-snoopery bugged. Students, escape from your garret dorms. Exultance in physical energies does captured hearts untether. From blandishments of fear them freeze in every change of the mental weather. 
What was that line in there about for something about for man health is truth? Uh, for oh, let the brain attain some ruth upon the much distracted heart. For earth and people, health is truth. Mm. Earth and people. And this one's called ad. Uh, calescent is a word that means growing warmer. Let the pounds melt away with a workout today. Just follow the moves of your leader who grooves to the music of sets and reps. While you furl figured kitties, he heps to delights of endorphin rush, to elation of working up sweat as calescent energies push. A quick six-sweet plan, then he bets you'll arrive at each party to a hush. Thank you. I like how you you, you bring th- like groups of poems like on theme. Like you've done like education poems. You've done exercise today. We we're talking about like health and things. Yeah, I have one one more. Oh, okay. great! This is called to Betty. I have a friend named friends named Betty and Frank. Um, of stanzas intermittent with sit-ups when versing kind acquires get-ups, transcending even office stressed at home where Betty stays undressed. I've gathered these in seeming poem of verses workout interposed while she frank's hair doth gently comb they lying there not sleep composed a room from where these lines are wrought of gentle man and maid inspiring love one and shared friendship not bought comradeship priceless free desiring i say but little for i must prepare to brave white collar sedgency and that is why you'll see me there doing as many reps as i fancy hopefully bless all your eyes my grunts of vitalizing habit will rhyme with yours of sexercise more concerted than a rabbit <laughs> wow, wow, what color, what's it, white color sentence Yep. Sitting down. Did you got one more? Well, uh, that's, that's about it. What would you like to do? Uh, I have this, this, let's see, one gray hill skaters learn to cheat and motorize the old two-wheeler. Endorphin high, they thought so neat, becomes adrenal thrill, much realer. If you prefer d- drugs from within, you too might try adrenaline. It floods you out upon a Honda of feelings few will you grow fonder. Of course, one wants, when one reflects, hormonal joys that come with sex, which thought makes workout plans most blush who relish an endorphin rush. <laughs> you know, that we have a show at Mutiny Radio. It's on Tuesday nights called uh, Two Wheels Forever, TWF, uh, Two Wheels Forever. And they're just, you know, they're just like motorcycle heads, uh, you know, basically just for the love of motorcycles the one of the hosts even like has had you know kind of bad accidents and stuff but he's just like i'm for life man two wheels forever check it out tuesday nights mutiny radio.fm have you heard the show they they heard the show no they talk about they talk about like motorcycles and bikes and uh motocross and like dirt bikes and stuff like they're it's 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 it's, yeah it's their thing dude yeah why would you have really into it hey this this is a good time to mention that we're into it and that we're being sponsored we have an underwriter is that right we do our show is um sponsored and underwritten and supported by the organic valley family of farms uh, a hugely successful uh cooperative model business um that supports family farms and their organic practices uh so organic valley thank you so much and just this year they've been our sponsor since last year um and just this year we gained another um sponsor dr bronner's dr bronner's so we're healthy and clean is the is the is the theme here um uh, that's what i aspire to and maybe you do too i don't know but i want to go i'm gonna go home and take a shower Using Dr. Bonner's, in fact, there's a big bottle. Somebody's contributed 
of Dr. Bonner's and down through the years, how many times have I read or tried to read or ended the, 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 the text, the, this, all this text on the side of a Dr. Bonner's bottle, you know? Oh, yeah. And don't forget to dilute. But they, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the little, the small, small writing, basically, it's like we're all one is kind of what it comes down to. I'll, I'll bring a bottle in yes, sometime and we'll, yeah, we'll, run, we'll read that. off of it. Because the old man is the old man's gone. The guy who Dr. Bonner himself and his son, who is a liberal, supports uh, good causes like us. Well, his son has taken up, but he uses that still. I think the same text. And his father was like a Gnostic uh, Christian, and that's the text to you. It's very revolutionary if you read it. It's in real words mm. of Jesus as his father saw him, which is distinctly different from the words of the church. That's Dr. Bonner. So so proud. So proud to be underwritten by Dr. Bonner's. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and wipe under my arms. See to it, Dr. Bonner's. As soon as I get all home, I'm taking a shower. Val, <laughs> taking a shower, Val. Right Thanks on, for the Dave. heads up. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm. We're at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets in the Mission District, and you're welcome to come and join us, just as our friend John Rodano has done many times over the years, and is up on the stage with his guitar, ready to uh, to share with us some something original and fun, probably, but also hard hitting and true. John, thanks for coming. Thank you very much. Uh I will do uh, two songs, I guess. I'll do uh, the first one is an original song called uh, "Changes Are Happening." Um, worked on this song for a while, and now I just feel like this is the time to, to start thinking about changes and um, see how see how it goes. Crack the vase, break the mold. Don't always gotta do it the way you're told, 'cause changes are happening in this world. A little chaos, a little discord Do it your own way, said the chairman of the board Cause changes are happening in this world Jazz to blues, rock to pop Rap, hip-hop, beat, nicks be bopping And changes are happening in this world It's only love and wisdom that we need to grow Our nation's GDP won't take us where we need to go we gotta be educating every boy and girl To all of the changes all around this world Mother Nature's balance is broken and her wrath will soon unfurl Cause changes are happening, happening in this world, yeah About say I do, Dustin Bustin says I love you too, and changes are happening in this world. Make a getaway at the back of the bus with Roy and Lee and Stan and Gus, and changes are happening in this world. But here today and not for long, everything you see one day be gone, and changes are happening in this world.
prolong everything you see one day be gone and changes are happening in this world. Those fingers, that guitar, it's, it's, it's gotten so good, brother, give us more. We're having a little bit of a conversation about the 60s, and uh, so I'm going to do a Bob Dylan cover, Maggie's Farm. Because, um, you know, we, we have these connections that go back a long way, a real long way, and uh, this, is in, this isn't even in the middle, it goes back so far, but... I ain't gonna work on Maggie's farm no more. No, I ain't gonna work on Maggie's farm no more. Well, I get up in the morning, fold my hands and pray for rain. A head full of ideas are driving me insane. It's a shame the way she makes me scrub the floor. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna work for Maggie's brother no more No, I ain't gonna work for Maggie's brother no more Well, he hands you a nickel, he hands you a dime He asks you with a grin if you're having a good time Then he finds you every time you slam the door I ain't gonna work for Maggie's pa no more No, I ain't gonna work for Maggie's pa no more He puts out his cigar in your face just for kicks His bedroom window is made out of bricks The National Guard stands around his door I ain't gonna I ain't gonna work for Maggie's mother no more. No, I ain't gonna work for Maggie's ma no more. Well, she talks to all her servants about God and death and law. Everybody says she's the brains behind Pa. She's 68, but she says she's 54. Trying my best to be just like I am. Everybody wants you to be just like them. They say, Sling, why you slave? And I just get bored.
thank you very much. Well, thank much. you, Brother John. And you know, a um, little bit of hipster. That was the song that Dylan did when he first went electric. That was the first song he he, uh, he picked to sing. He ain't got to work on Maggie's Farm no more. He's not going to just be an acoustic kind of folk singer. He had something else in mind. And whether they liked it or not, the Maggie's Farm was a world of folk music and so on. Two of them at the time. And Maggie's Farm, he's not going to do no more. He's got too many ideas. And the rest, the rest is hipstery. And how many years later did Bob Dylan win the Nobel Prize? Nobel Prize. There you go. And the name of this book by Pablo Neruda that I wrote, by the way, is Ventures, Venture of the Infinite, Infinite Man. The Infinite Man. So that's us, infinite. So thank you. Thanks, brother. And you had mentioned the fact that maybe Tommy uh, Mecca will come down with you next week. Is that right? Yeah, next week he'll be with us. Beautiful. Thank you, John. And things are happening, so I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. The change is coming. Waves of it. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> and we're, we're a voice of it. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that delightful? Uh, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy every time we get to come and be in the space and uh, do what we do and do let people do come in what, and, and share what's emerges. going on. In fact, I'm emerging now is, the is Allison. Yeah, Allison We call B. her the library lady. And she's going to be, be reading some things with blood flow on the piano. Is that right? Well, let's do it. Yep, that's right. Hell yeah. Hi. Um, so I brought my purple book again. Thank you, Ram Das, wherever you are. And wherever I go with this book, people say, I knew him, I met him, I was there, I heard him. And today, Barbara told me she met him, and Dave was there also. That was a new story for me, so maybe when I'm done, Dave can talk a little bit about that. Barbara said it was at the Rainbow Gathering. And just um, everybody, the mics right there are very sensitive, so please take your conversations outside if you're going to be chatting or keep quiet on the set, please. Thank you. All right, everybody. Um, so here we are with a book by Ram Das called Be Here Now. Nobody's going anywhere. Nobody is coming from anywhere. We're all here. We're all here. In eternal time and space. We're always going to be here. We're just doing Leela Rasa. The divine dance, we're dancing, and it brings peace as we're dancing and dancing, dance after dance, in one body, in another body, and we're all here. We're all staying right here.
Thank you, Bloodflower. Um, well, Dave just went out, so maybe we'll hear that story another time. But I do have a little teeny story. I told it last year. But um, there was a wonderful sound engineer who also played guitar and also was at Occupy Farm with Dave up in Hayes Valley. And that's where I met him. He was painting the biggest heart I had ever seen at Occupy the Farm at the community farm at Hayes Valley a few years ago. And his name was Kyle, and a lot of you know him. And um, Kyle was really, really ill. And one day on his Facebook, he announced, hey, you guys, it's the birthday of Ram Das. And at that time, Ram Das was in his late 70s. And I found out that he and I share the same birthday. <laughs> so thank you, Kyle. Um, that was really like one of the best birthday presents I've ever had, because I remember it now every year. And I finally found this book that's been here forever. It's purple, my favorite color, and it has stars and diamonds on it. And it's called Remember, Be Here Now. Uh, thank you, Ram Das. I know you're out there hearing all of us. And thank you, Mutiny Radio, for being here every Friday. Oh, thank you. Thank you, library lady, and thank you for mentioning Kyle, our, our friend Kyle, gone over to the spirit world, Kyle Leslie, right? Yeah, it's, you know, he was um, the first person I met at Occupy San Francisco and uh, had an amazing conversation with him, and he was so bright and smart and, um, and passionate, but, um, you know, without being, you know, he was, he was very... Uh, kind of level-headed in his approach and the way that he could speak about things. He was so poignant and we miss him. And right now I know that he would be at the forefront of, of change and actions, uh, whether it be in media or ed educating people and lending a hand. And he, um, we, we deeply miss Kyle in our community and I'll dedicate, let's dedicate the rest of this show today um, to Kyle Leslie. And it's funny because I saw somebody earlier this this morning, I saw somebody who looked like Kyle. And it, it kind of threw me off for a second. Um, and so Kyle is apparently closer than we think. And uh, we, we could certainly, um, you know, it's beautiful to have his energy near us, even though we can't have him in uh, in the room in in body form. But we have our memories. I remember the two of us did the show out there by the uh, by the out there by the beach, out there near the pebble ground, out there near the soccer field. We did a show that we called the the, the human being, the gathering of the tribes. You remember that? I do. I was at that show. I yeah, and so. Kyle put put together all the. Um, all the yeah. sound for it and the bands and uh, yeah, that I was a, my MC that was a cool thing. And that, I mean, it was totally unlicensed. I mean, we're not, we're talking about like just straight up like meet over here. It was like next to Beach Chalet. Um, you guys want to get go, get up there? Yeah, um, it was that was a cool that was a cool evening. A day, it was day. A, In fact, I spent the night. I think you did. Oh my goodness! I got cold be, and went yeah, home. My hands got too we were, cold. We're having an occupy. We're having a human being, um, a human being, and so my memories of Kyle was he on the on the soundboard, uh, 
doing pretty much what you do now. And uh, all of these bands that he had connected with, for the first that were all together, bands of many different genres, all together. And I remember it all together, and it was a whole afternoon of delight. Hey, I, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. I love you, brother. Lots of love. And to uh, everybody who, who knows know, knew, knows him, knew him, and loves him, uh, we're we're all very lucky to have to have met him in some in some fashion. You know, I happened to be at General Hospital, in front of the elevators, and he came down. Uh, the elevators opened, and there he was coming out. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Dave, I've been just told been told I have what what is it? Third stage cancer? What is the last stage of cancer? Fourth. Fourth stage fourth cancer. Stage four, yeah. I've just been told I have fourth st- fourth stage cancer. And I looked at him." And the expression on his face, I realized he's been told that. They had no, I had no idea he had anything like that. And there he suddenly was in the fourth stage. He lived for about another six months. Kyle. And then we had that benefit for him where we all showed up. Do you remember? Yeah, we all, everybody wore red hats because that was kind of his signature uh, cap. He had a little red beanie that he would wear a lot of places. And we did. We had it over at El Rio. At El Rio. That's and where the Thunderground played, I think. And... Um, a lot of people came together uh, for the for the love of Kyle. Kyle, um, amazingly, surprisingly, you came out of the spirit and you're with us. And this is uh, what you he'd be, when he did come down here. He realized what we did mm-hmm. and he took part in it. You know, he did. He helped out quite a bit. He was here, kind of helping us run the show at, at one point That's for right. and then he and then he got a job over at Viracocha and he was doing the sound at Viracocha um when Jonathan Siegel was running Viracocha, oh, Viracocha. and um I remember oh, Kyle actually participated in a reading at, at Viracocha that's hosted by Ned Buzzkirk it's called You're Going to Die Oh, that way, that still goes on. It's still going. That thing is getting huge. Like, <laughs> you're so, gonna die, each and every one of you. Yeah. For the sound of my voice, it's gonna die one day, and so am I. And, and yeah, Kyle got up there and told his story, and basically, I mean, he was already pretty sick, and um, told about being told how sick he was, was and then you know his message was basically about you know to have gratitude and for everything and everybody and every day so um sometimes we get you know caught up in daily stresses you know whatever kind of dramas uh the news and and things the world events around us um but uh we can't let that you know drive us off course from being grateful for what we have right now you know so well said what's so great to have another show we do each and every week, and we're doing it again next week. It's each and every Friday, which really letting the theme emerge. I say, let the theme emerge, and it always does. The theme is always a variation of the struggle we've been part of, always a variation of what's going on, always a voice of what's going on around us, and that's why we be the Common Thread Collective. That's right, and we've got our friends, we've got it. Uh we're in the five o'clock hour, but we've got our our new friends, Birds on a Wire, who came down to be part of the show last week, and they are back. And uh, good to see you all. Hey, yeah, thanks for having us on again. Yeah. We got a journey, and we really appreciate FM Radio for bringing us on every Friday. This is really an awesome experience, and like you said, bringing back the heartbeat to the city and this is how we're doing it. So loving the people and yeah. bringing you wholesome music and not cop-out, sell-out nonsense. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that, but he didn't agree. 
It's okay. It's free speech radio, so right, it's, yeah, we're good. Right. We're good. Uh, yeah, we've just been getting stoned trying to sit here listening to what people are talking about today. It's like really inspiring stuff. It's like we're talking over here with Rainbow and stuff right. about... We're trying to bring back like the old with the new, like between the 60s and stuff with the love and stuff like that movement of San Francisco in the United States. And now something happened. We're trying to bring it back. Like we're trying to, it's like alarm clock. We're trying to set off, you know? But listen, it's the heart and soul of the music. Think about the doo-wop and the Motown groups that were on the corners of the streets. We're on the corners of the streets. Yeah. It's just another era yet. We can still bring that beauty through the music. Why do we have to be sellouts? And here's like, just this poppy nonsense that just makes you want to blow your head off your shoulders. <laughs> right? It's like, please stop, 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 no, 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 no. It's like, underground is very sad. It's just what it is. Yep. And we'd like to make it mainstream so people be like, oh, there isn't just crappy music out there. There's actually really cool stuff. Just allow us to bring that cool stuff back. together we got something going on starting around the six so we're trying to do tunes and food uh we got a gofundme account right now trying to get a van uh we have equipment but we're having a hard time getting around we're desperate need of a van we got a gofundme account uh facebook account to help us out uh what we're trying to do is we're trying to to bring unity back to the community what we're going to do is go around jamming our music and we got equipment right now to bring food to people that need food so if you want to come and Find us where we're at. We're gonna hook us up on our website. If you want to get some free food and listen to some tunes, throw some couple bucks in our bucket, whatever. Even if you don't have no money, just come and see us. Listen to Heartbeat of the City. Nice. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna be when? Uh, we're actually putting some together up within the next couple weeks. Okay. Uh, you know. But for uh, sure, you guys can catch us on Ocean Beach every day. You guys can, or every other day. Let's put it that way. You guys can look up on our. Uh, Facebook account, uh, 16th Street, S-T-R-E-E-T, at Birds on a Wire, at Facebook, and see where we're going to be playing. If you want to show up and just see what's up, hit us up. So every other day, just it takes a lot of time because we know we're kind of a predicament right now with our living situation, but we're doing the best we can, so just hit us up. Uh, this is Darren, pause. I'm going to go on first, and Steve's going to go on next. Carrie's here doing our video and stuff, playing air guitar, because we're too broke right now to get a guitar, but we're going to get there. You guys are rocking. All right, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. 
Right on. <laughs>
guys be getting amazing. Thanks, y'all, but <laughs> we got a little bit of bad news. I noticed that at the end of my song and at the beginning of Steven's that our bottoms just took a shit out of our amp, so... Our amp is really messed up. We we're going to do a skit, actually, about how our amp is, needs to get stoned, but uh, actually our amp just took a shit on us, so we're kind of in some trouble really? now. So. I, that's that's interesting, because I was just thinking, wow, I, I really like it, because it's really hard to... So, sometimes it's really hard for people to set up you know, amplified stuff yeah. right in this space, but I was thinking today, I'm like, oh, no, this sounds great. <laughs> oh really? Shit, my bad. But yeah, thanks. I mean, like, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. But yeah, our bottoms just fell out of our amps. So we have to figure out what's wrong with our amp. Oh, the actual bottom fell out. Yeah, we have like all the bass in our amp just took a shit. So all we have is our mids and treble. So oh man, rubber We're bands. Screwed. So duct tape and rubber bands. Like what you hear and like want to help us out? Hit us up on our GoFundMe. Please help <laughs> us out because our amp literally just took a shit. better chances we have for potentially being sponsored and being able to come to your city in town and put on a show for y'all you know that's what we desire to do it's just a matter of being able to have an income so we can focus all of our time on the music and not have to get another job which inevitably we're thinking of doing right now we need money to get equipment we need money to get a van once you get the van we're going to do the tour going to the east coast yeah and that's what we're working on i'd like to do 420 at golden gate park you know, I'd like to get things popping. You know, I'm not, I'm a New Yorker. I'm an aggressive dude. I walk really fast. They say I'm running. I'm really just walking. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. You see, you guys have a YouTube channel too. Yeah, we do. Uh, 16th Street, S T R E E T, at uh, Birds on a Wire. Yeah, 16th Street, Birds on a Wire. Uh, hit us up. We got a whole bunch of stuff, like comedy shit we're going to be putting up. So we're not all about seriousness. We're about joking around and we're all potheads. That's all we really do. That's it. <laughs> When somebody steals our face every once in a while, but you know. Yeah. Well, right on, you yeah. guys. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for inviting us down. For we'll sure. see you guys again next Friday. Thank you. Okay, cool. Yeah. We got. Oh, I oh, want to yeah. say to you about. I just uh, before. You know, food not bombs. Food not bombs serves every Thursday. What's up? Food not bombs. You know the group? Oh yeah, we go down to food not bombs. You guys can hear us down there too. Sixteenth uh, Mission. Sixteenth Mission. Yeah. Every Thursday and later. At the same spot, we have the wildness of the open mic without a without a MC. People just jump in the circle and do what they do. Do you ever do you ever stick around? Uh, no, uh, we have other stuff that they take care of in the evening because we have to go snatch dinner and stuff before we have to go home. And okay, well, I'll do what you need to do. But then, so we have food not bombs, and later around ten o'clock, we're on a warm night. There's a couple hundred people there, just doing what they do and showing what they do and bringing what they have to bring. And that's Thursday night at the 16th street bart plaza by all means all right yeah we'll be down there you guys can see us down there on thursday perfect uh 16th street bar station perfect all so right. we're together so hey val i think we got a show all right cool thanks and if you guys have any questions just hit us up on our facebook page 16th street birds on a wire or and watch our videos on youtube oh it's also good you guys have been it's just amazing what we can do with the social media here at the bottom, looking up. And speaking of that, here's uh, Bloodflower. You have a poem, eh, as you do every uh, every week. If I uh, may be permitted, yes. You're permitted and welcomed and uh, advocated for. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, um, sonnet. Grant me respite from somnambulism sorely laced with sanctity 
Protect me from good as well as from evil. Grant me respite in time from the grinding copulations of the aeon's grist. Grant me protection from the voluptuous attentions of the underfed and the overloved. Shelter me from the ills of public worship. Free me from the belly of this mystery fish. Cough me up on dry land once again, please. Please, all these elements at rest and play, dragged by gravity's fists towards the sanctified ground that lies beneath my feet. The underworld rumbles under my feet as I stand on the corner of 19th and Mission. I watch my neighbors' faces suddenly seem bathed in an occult fever. Thank you. Wow. Oh, see. Well, hey, that's Mudflower. And hey, Val. Um, I wanted to dedicate that to the memory of Mark E. Smith, the founder of Manchester um, post-punk band The Fall, who passed away last night at the age of 60. Oh, um, Google The Fall, Mark E. Smith, The Fall. You will not be disappointed. They were a, a really good band. Well, shoot, that sounds wonderful. We'll, we'll take a look. Maybe we can even find it, maybe in the cloud. Sure, why not? Uh, we'll take a look. It'll be a good thing to go out with because we're um, about to wind up, and if you can find the fall, hey, Val, you anything's can go, good. Well, anything's good. So see if you can find the fall. She's doing that. So, Val, I guess we've had a pretty good show here. And I, what I see is that in the last few shows, the spoken word poetry has really emerged, hasn't it? Yeah, I like how we have a, a mix of everybody who's, you know, come in to share music, uh, poetry, spoken word, hip-hop. You know, actually, Tip Vicious, our friend Tyler, sent me an MP3 earlier. He didn't get a chance to call into the show, so um, I'm going to play his track right now. He's got cool. some spoken word, and um, then we'll be right back, and we'll, I'll wrap it up. Yeah, see, see you find the fall, and we'll wrap it up. How's that? Let's do it. Take it away. Now, right. tip, there you be. Tyler. Working on it, working on it. Here we working go. Working on it. On the 80s floor, the company had hired illegals before. She got the job. I word I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. He's got a brand new flavor, Tyler. I, I know. What's happening here? Hold on. Oh, I know what happened here. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Ha-cha-cha-cha. Okay. Here we go. This is... This should be it. Hey, Dad, it's your son, Tyler. I don't want to sound redundant, but I had to let you know that you're the one. The one that taught me how to persevere when darker times are filling near. But I just got to clear the air because you were never really there. Maybe physically, but that only got this relationship so far. Like a half a gallon in the car, you lay in my heart and mine is scars. Now away from you, I must walk. Wish we could have just talked. Not yelling cuss, not fighting fuss. Not screaming and salt, it's partially my fault That you would feel this way towards me I've always been a Maciel When you demanded a tide No wonder it's hard to see yourself in me And I don't blame you for abandoning The only brother I ever had Just thinking about it gets me angry And it's fucking sad Now I trust never again you will have 
My attitude is mean, I don't believe in fads Often I wonder if things would have been different when I feel so alone I wish I could clone myself and watch that copy grow with you in his life Would his actions be condoned? Don't bother to pick up the phone unless he called me to say sorry Send me the address in his email, I want his number and his fucking last name This information comes easy with fame, but I want it from you Just so you can prove that you changed And I guess in the end, that's the thing I truly desire I want you to be proud of me and all that I've become I did what you wanted, I stayed in school I followed the rules, plus I played the fool Now this message ensues, cause I wised up to your ways It took me a while, man Yeah, you're in some days, but this path has been paved Since the time you slapped me in my mom's That was the time you showed You'd rather use force to be diplomatic And the pattern occurs in all walks of life And I noticed, so in a way You pushed me to being who I am While I'm at it, I'd also like to say Thank you, Grammy and Papa, for taking this side the secrets they hide Funny, you would wonder why My mom would stick up for her son When your mom is the one that does it the most And the song I will post to every social media site That's right, your true colors in sight You will no longer hide the truth about the true you Because truly you are a liar and a boy A man would take responsibility for actually these cause At least that's what you taught me And again I'll say I'm sorry these words, they rhyme by Hadlia I just wanted to meet up with Marius But I guess that was too much to ask Your face I wanted to smash, but that didn't I forgave you and all your faults Because that's who you are And I understand, man But your fatherhood, I must disband So here I stand Truth and pride in hand Cause I'm proud of who I am And so is most of our family Someday you will find that in the end We all live with regrets, but how we deal with our fuck-ups in life that define who we truly are So what do you want to be? A father or a fail? You better decide quickly you'll be living in hell Not the afterlife, nah I mean the life you made for yourself when you chose pride over your child We should sit down in a quiet building and discuss What pisses each other off the most And discussions not the roast In fact, I tried to do so When I was supposed to be in Vegas But you and Grammy said not to come Yeah, you made me out to be the one that's irrational and dramatic Your behaviors quickly change Erratic. To hide my pain, I began to drink a lot more and stay stoned through my days But there's a better way, and this is what I'll say Wondering if we make it to that day, but for now I'll have this shit right here Because that's all I have to say, so goodbye and good day I love you always, sincerely, your son Tyler Putting it out there. Wow. Thank you, Tyler, for sending that in. I'm oh, sorry you didn't get a chance to call, but I'm really glad we got a chance to share that and uh, your talents and your openness, oh, the, all the heart that you have in that, oh, my goodness. in that piece and in your life uh, to be able to, you know, be honest and, and, and forgive and... Uh, your own father. And, and, Shoot. And yeah. I think of myself as a that father. That was beautiful. Wow. Hey, Chevelle. Thanks, Tip Vicious. Blood flow. Tip Tyler. Vicious. Lots of love, and my brother. Oh, hey, brother says, hey, 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 blood flower. I was very happy when I contacted Tip. Hey, Val. Via the Facebook there. Well, thanks for bringing them, the bring them together. And, and he's, yeah, uh, he's got, we've definitely good. given him a place. 
and they value that. This is what we're doing, giving people a place, having an open door, open mind, and open heart policy. And this is the show, nothing to be ashamed of. The show put it out there in a very good way. What do you think, Val? It's beautiful. I'm so happy that we can have this space for everybody. And I want to thank everybody for being a part of the show today. Before we go, I want to tell people about a few events coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up. Um, let me let me let me get that up and running as I had it just a few moments ago. But uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of things happening. It's San Francisco is in the middle of a. We're in a coming up on a, in a, we're in an election year. There's so many things. So um, if the internet will just uh, uh, work with me here, I'll be able to tell you what I was trying to say. <clears throat> so I, this is when I need some uh, I need some like game show music or something, you know, in the in the background that I could just throw on and say that say that something's happening <laughs> you guys are you're very accommodating i appreciate that accommodation is uh, accommodation is the key the to anarchy our, to, to our success it's the key the anarchy to our success don't panic keep it organic and how, how all right all right i got it i got it thank you okay here we go. A bunch of stuff. I'm going to rattle it off. But if you're on the Book of Face, you can find these events as well. Um, this Sunday, Amy Farrah Weiss, who is for the second time running for mayor on the 123 for Equity campaign. She's launching her campaign this Sunday from 1 to 5 at the Soma Street Food Park. And um, go meet Amy and all the other candidates have been invited as well. I think there's only five candidates for mayor. Only five. Um, but Amy Weiss has been doing a lot with the St. Francis Homelessness Challenge um, since she ran for mayor last time and got 12,000 votes. So the 123 campaign actually collected collectively got more votes than Ed Lee, I believe. Um, but it, it, with the ranked choice voting, um, it's a, the runoff went up to the top. Anyhow, uh, Amy Weiss, um, mayor, mayoral campaign launch this Sunday, January 28th, 1 to 5 p.m. at the Soma Street Food Park. That's at 11th Street. Um, on Monday evening, Poets for Peace in San Francisco at Alley Cat Books. That is from 7 to 9 p.m. I believe Tongo Ice and Martin is going to be featuring there. On Tuesday, uh, out in the Sunset District from 6 to 7.30 is the Artists Affordable Housing Services. And that's going to be a meeting to get information and resources. That's, again, Tuesday night, the 30th at the library, the Ortega Branch. And also on Tuesday evening, 7 to 10, is an event at the Jewish Community Center of San Francisco called We Marched, We Rallied, Now What? <laughs> on Racial Justice. And it is free. Uh, then next Wednesday, the 31st, you can go to the Noe Valley Ministry, 630 to 845, and meet the mayoral candidates. And all five of them have confirmed at this point that they are available. So that, that is open as well. Um, and, uh, Thursday, February 1st, you can meet London Breed, uh, 6 to 8 PM at Yimby Action. Um, and then next, that would be, that's Thursday. Next Friday, we'll be here <laughs> at Mutiny Radio. So come down and join us. And then on Saturday, there's a ton of stuff going on Saturday, February 3rd. 
Again, if you're getting really into it, uh, you can go to the Coret Auditorium for another mayoral forum that's hosted by the United Democratic Club. That's going to be at 4 p.m. at the Coret Auditorium, Saturday, February 3rd. Also, February 3rd is MAP, the Mission Arts and Performance Project. And this time around, the theme is Everything Must Come to Light, Reclaiming Women's Power in a Men's World. Um, the SF Mime Troupe is going to be doing a performance as part of MAP. They have a place over here on Treat Street now. Their performance is at 7 p.m. And uh, yeah, check out MAPSF, M-A-P-P-S-F dot com for all sorts of amazing um poetry, music, art uh, events, all in the Mission neighborhood that you can walk around to uh, for free and check out uh, local people doing uh, building community through the arts. Today is Diamond Dave Day. Oh, that's right. Diamond Dave. It's the anniversary of Diamond Dave Day. That's right. That will be next Friday. It will. A week from today. A week from today. So that thank you for the reminder. Cause Diamond that's what Dave, I'm here for. Thank you. I always, I, as we're doing more together than any of us can do on our own. Uh, that's right. Diamond Dave got Diamond Dave Day in the city and county of San Francisco on February 2nd, two years ago. I two believe. or three, I, I think two, it's about two. two. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't want to make anybody feel old or anything. <laughs> you can't. You can possibly. That was the debut of the melodica, the prepared melodica. It was Diamond Dave Day. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Well, we'll we'll have to celebrate. So come and join us here at Mutiny Radio. That's the day to celebrate. That's right. We're here at the corner of 21st in Florida, 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110. In case you want to send us your books, your music, or if you want to make a donation to Mutiny Radio. Uh, we are also underwritten, as we said earlier, by the Organic Valley Family of Farms and Dr. Bronner's. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation on behalf of the Common Thread Collective or Diamond Dave, you can make that through uh, our umbrella organization called Media Alliance, MediaAlliance.org. You can make a donation straight uh, through their website. And the only important thing is that when you make the donation to Media Alliance, that you make a note that said, this is for Diamond Dave, or this is for the Common Thread Collective. And um, that will be a win-win for all. So thank you so much. I am going to read that poem that I read at the end of Women's Magazine, because we had the Women's March last week. <clears throat> This is my Women's March J20 poem from 2018. <clears throat> Hearts lead and we follow. Mouths speak, but if the words are hollow, how far have we come? Instead, follow the drums, and soon we will be in sync. This isn't the poison Kool-Aid that we drink. We're here to share what we think. And what we see and know is not the show we want to watch destroy the threads of humanity. We move to build courage, coalitions, and a new Congress, hosting the concepts of togetherness, beyond party politics, common good and sustainable economics, mixed ability, multi-generational community, and international solidarity. And this is only January. It's 2018, and feminism is backed by popular demand where all people go hand in hand, door to door, house to the Senate floor, painting the roses red in the octopus's garden. Thanks, everybody. Happy Friday.
Lots of love. Thanks, everyone, for being a part of the show today. Uh, we're here every Friday, 3 to 6, mutinyradio.fm, San Francisco. Peace, y'all. We love you. We love you. And here's a little music from our friend uh, John DeGarmo and the Bluesberries Jam Band. You gotta do right if you want to get along in this world.
swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com.
Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton contessa. 
and check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THCT. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar, come take a seat at Asiento. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. or two, 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 two. All right, does it sound clear to you? Okay, good.